It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome into tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Vegas Golden Knights fall 4-1 to to the New York Rangers. Vegas now 29-18-3. 61 points on the year, but 1-5-1 in their last seven games to help us Break this one down. We bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, I look at this and, you know, from a territorial advantage, from a from a chance generation standpoint, the first period I thought the Golden Knights were really good, but mistakes did them in, especially in their own zone. Yeah, that is how the score ends up the way it happens today. And, you know, it's so, I mean, hockey like other sports, so often – comes down to momentum the rangers get the first goal and then they get another one just three minutes later and then when they got that goal in the third period they very nearly had a fourth goal and you know it's a little bit of a sign from a vegas point of view that there's um you know that mental fragility like you, you when it's happened as often as it has happened despite playing well you know, it, it just enters, it goes from the back of your mind to the front of your mind when you give up a goal. Here we go again. And, you know, as you said just a moment ago, Ryan, just one win in the last seven. And to me, the big part of that has been the fact that they have uh, scored first only twice in their yeah. last 14 games. And, <laughs> I mean, think about it. Yeah. They have now scored first as many times as opponents have scored first, 25 for, 25 against through 50 games. And so much of that uh, for the opponents has come since Christmas, 14 games since the Christmas break. And uh, there are a variety of reasons for why that may be the case. But one thing that you can kind of start to take away from the conversation would be the absence of Shea Theodore, who has not played the last 20 games until today. Uh, the team was 9-9-2 nine, nine, without Shea Theodore, so right at 520 points in 20 games. Now he's back. Um, you know, he looked good today but you would expect he will just get better and better. So the Knights are closer to a, a full lineup. Clearly, Mark Stone is still a big hole. Mm-hmm. But other than that, um, Zach Whitecloud is with the team. I don't know if he'll play tomorrow. But you're getting closer to full strength in terms of a lineup. But the, the regulars that you want to score uh, just have not been able to find the back of the net. Phil Kessel does today. Gets a, I don't want to say a lucky goal because he's so skilled and he was trying to bank it through Halak. But, you know, that, that's not a, a prototypical goal. And that's the only one that the Knights could get today against a very stingy Yarrow Halak. And I, I guess that's kind of the, the big question, right, for the Golden Knights. They, they're generating a lot of chances. Like, they, they've had some really good looks. Obviously, Jack Eichel hits a post. You get a post out of Alex Petrangelo. There's that backdoor pass to Keegan Colasar that, that, you know, if you're able to get that maybe a little bit further out from the pad, you can redirect that up and over. Yaroslav Halak, like, was this, was this a game where the Golden Knights got goalied or – did they just not do enough with those chances they generate? Yeah, and, I, you know, as I said, Yara Halak was very good the other day in New Jersey. Vitek Vanacek was very good. And, frankly, the Knights goaltenders in both games were good. Uh, yeah. Thompson was good against New Jersey the other day. Hill was good today. And you figure there's going to be, you know, just on average, Aiden Hill has one miscue per game today. It did lead to a goal and another one later on when the game was basically decided, went off the post but he made some terrific saves today. Now, this was not a matter of the Knights, um, you know, the goaltending not being as good as the opponent's goaltending. Halak was great. Hey, it's hard to say, Ryan, in one moment, one player, the fact that the Knights are struggling 
how that creeps into a guy's mind. Collectively, sure. it might. Big picture, it might. Does it happen in a split-second goal when Paul Connor is on the doorstep, when Howden sets up Colasar, a few other moments, Riley Smith's side of the net, Marcia so trying to sneak it through. I mean, guys are trying to make the play that is the high-percentage play the, the best that you can. You know, it's what Brett Howden, uh, excuse me, not Brett Howden, but Ben Hutton said to us on his goal the other day. Was, I was just trying my best. Yep. <laughs> yep. All right, and he had a great shot and a goal. Um, <laughs> it, today, you know, the, the Knights, I'm sure, are trying their best. But it just seems like when they give up that first goal, because it has happened so often, just something creeps in where, you know, just something doesn't quite click. But you're right, and and Gary was right too, brought it up on multiple occasions. You like the way that the team played. Uh, There was a lot of energy, you know, the breakouts, very, very good. But then you've got to come back to the numbers where Riley Smith, no goals in 11. Jack Eichel, no goals in 7. Jonathan Marcheseau, no goals in uh, 8. You know, those are, uh, and Chandler Stevenson, no goals in nine. I mean, those, Smith, Marcia So, Eichel, Stevenson, those are four of your most reliable offensive guys, and none of them have scored a goal in basically three weeks. Like, that is, like, some something's got to change here, because yeah. sure, you could get goals from other guys, and it's great when Ben Hutton chips in or Phil Kessel uh, scores a goal. But those are the guys that need to score, and frankly, that's the difference right now. Those guys yeah. are not scoring, and then you look at, you know, Kreider, Trocheck, Heedle, the guys that need to score for the Rangers, they're scoring. Yeah, you're you're right on the money there. And there's there's really not any other way to kind of say it. And you know, the other thing that needs to to produce for the Golden Knights is the power play. Uh, yeah. 0 for two on mm-hmm. the power play. Mm-hmm. First power play of the game, good. Got some looks. Really had some some dangerous chances. Second power play, a little uh, a little less urgent. So yep. how do you how do you get more consistency? night to night game to game power play to power play for this unit that was so good in December you score one yeah, <laughs> you know fair point right it's like you score one and it's like okay finally but then like when it's 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 like right if they had scored on that first one I bet you the second one would have looked a lot better but because they didn't score on the first one it's kind of what I'm getting at here and it, again I, I don't want to paint with too broad a brush here because yeah. it affects different guys different ways but you know I mean I it just looked like, okay, the first one didn't work despite us playing well. Oh, now now what do we do? It's like, oh, be a little careful. And, yeah, I mean, just the numbers. They have only scored four power play goals since Christmas. Yeah. Four for 29 in 14 games. That's not good enough. And, again, they've had, you know, some players out that you would expect to contribute on the power play. But, um, yeah, uh, one for their last 14 in seven games, four for 29 in their last 14 games. Well, Dan, right back at it tomorrow against the Islanders. Like, is there anything that can happen between now and then outside of, you know, you, you get one to fall or one of those players you talk about? You got Chandler Stevenson, Jack Eichel, and the Misfits to take your pick. Uh, one of those guys finds a way to break through, and all of a sudden the dam breaks. I'll be interested to see if the New York Islanders, who have struggled mightily, just a game over 500 after a win today against the Detroit Red Wings, you know, they've been struggling so much. They get a shutout win here today. Sorokin gets the shutout. Like, do you start him tomorrow because he got the shutout? <laughs> or, or do you go to Varlamov, who, you know, you otherwise might have expected to start today? And, you know, they were playing the Detroit Red Wings, and Detroit is three games over 500. It's not like they shut out the Boston Bruins. But still, uh, New York has struggled big time. Their power play is in just a colossal hole. You know, the Knights... Again, I say ought to, but they ought to have won in Arizona on Sunday. The other teams are trying to. Um, maybe, maybe Ryan, like the back-to-back scenario on the road, 
Uh, maybe they, they kind of dig in. It is the last game before the break. It was the last game before the Rangers break today. You know, uh, maybe, you know, maybe they get an, er an early spark from that. They're not going to skate tomorrow. They did today. Maybe they come out flying. They find an early goal, and that propels them to a, a, a full performance, the likes of what we saw against Washington and against Pittsburgh, the only two times in the last 14 when they did score first. Because when they score first, they look great. Yeah. Uh, but when they don't, uh, not as much. So maybe maybe it's just as simple as, you know, they, they – can get the, that that boost, and then the likes of Carrier and Theodore and Howden, these guys who've been out for a while, you know they've got the energy. It's no no issue back to back for those guys. I would imagine that they will uh, continue what they have done since returning those three, and really make a positive impact. All right, Dan. Well, as always, great job tonight on the call. We will chat with you tomorrow on Long Island when the Golden Knights take on the Islanders. Have a great night. Great. Thanks, Ryan. You too. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva, helping us break down a 4-1 loss to the New York Rangers. The Vegas Golden Knights now 1-5-1 in their last seven games. 61 points. We'll give you a, a complete update on the Pacific Division standings where everything is right up to the minute as we continue on this postgame show. It's AAA Insurance Postgame Show. We're back with more presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights drop this one 4-1 to the New York Rangers. 29-18-3 on the year. 61 points. Vegas 1-5-1 in their last seven games. Uh, give you an update on where they are right now in the Pacific Division. But first, the postgame injury report is brought to you by UMC, the exclusive hospital of the Vegas Golden Knights. Vegas got healthier in this game. You get Will Carrier back in the lineup, Shea Theodore back in the lineup. Carrier missed the last five games. Theodore missed the last 20 games. And while individually I think both guys were pretty good for the Golden Knights, uh, the bump you were hoping for, uh, I would argue expecting in this game, it just doesn't come to fruition for the Golden Knights. So as they get healthier, you would imagine that both of those players, though they were good tonight, will continue to get better and continue to get better. But the fact of the matter is, and we just talked to Dan Duva about it, the Golden Knights are going to need more out of their top end. And that's going to be the Jack Eichels, the Chandler Stevensons, Jonathan Marshall, so William Carlson, Riley Smith. Those guys are going to have to be better for Vegas. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go back to the first period, and Vegas had a lot of jump early in the game, making a lot of plays in the neutral zone, but just could not find the back of the net. Then the Rangers took advantage of the Golden Knights' first real mistake of the game as Paul Cotter lost a puck along the wall, and Chris Kreider opened the scoring. Rangers find a loose puck. It's shoveled toward the net. Score! It squeaks by at the right side. Paul Cotter could not control the loose puck. Going back to his own zone, and Chris Kreider capitalizes 1-0 New York. Chris Kreider's 20th goal of the year from Vincent Trocek, 16-08 of the first period, made it 1-0 Rangers. Then Aiden Hill made our AAA insurance save of the game. Rangers get it back, and a great sliding kick save. Somehow Hill got back to his left on a couple of cross-crease passes. Hill had lost his stick on the sequence. It's right in front of him. As the play works to the left side wall, he'll take time to pick up his stick. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA, outsmart life. So that Aiden Hill save kept the Golden Knights 
in the game. But with the period winding down, the Rangers knocked down Aiden Hill's clearing attempt, went to work on the cycle, and then Vincent Trocek added to the lead. Put it on, on a tip shot, another try, score! The Rangers have taken a 2-0 lead. Vincent Trocek's 14th goal of the year from Barkley Gaudreau and Ryan Lindgren. 19-17 of the first period made it 2-0 Rangers. The Rangers would take that 2-0 lead into the second period, and the Golden Knights would need a rally in the second to get themselves back into the game. They got some energy from an early power play, then Phil Kessel danced along the goal line and snuck a puck through Yaroslav Halak. Vegas on the forecheck, pressure from Carlson, and Will gets the puck for Carrier. He gets stripped, taps the loose puck for Kessel. He scores! Kessel from below the goal line. He banks it in off Halak. And the Knights are on the board. Phil Kessel. Kessel's ninth goal of the year from Will Carrier and William Carlson. 4.57 in the second period made it 2-1 Rangers. We go to the third period. The Golden Knights certainly had their chances early in the third period to find the equalizer, but they just couldn't bury their chances. Later on in the period, the Rangers got the insurance goal as Philip Heedle threw a puck to the front of the net, and it bounced off Shea Theodore and in. Ahead they go. Heedle is in. He fans on the first try. Lost the puck. Now it deflects into the goal. Off of Theodore and in. And the Rangers have taken a 3-1 lead. Philip Heedle's 16th goal of the year from Braden Schneider and Ben Harper, 14-20 of the third period, made it 3-1 Rangers. Bruce Cassidy would pull Aiden Hill for the extra attacker later on in the period, but the Rangers would ice the game on Jimmy Vesey's empty net goal. Now it's on the right for Theodore. Across to the left, Jack Eichel. He shoots, blocks. Rangers get it, cleared toward the empty net. It's it. Whoa. 4-1 Rangers. Jimmy VC, his ninth of the year from Braden Schneider. 18-36 of the third period. Made it 4-1 Rangers, and all that was left in this game was the final call. The Rangers sweep the season series from the Golden Knights. Today at Madison Square Garden, the final score, New York 4, Vegas 1. Final score, the Golden Knights lose to the New York Rangers 4-1 the final here. Pre, uh, we're back with more on the AAA Insurance post-game show presented by Dollar Loan Center. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Emotion, you got to play through it, find a way to help the team win. Um, you know, we got a goal today. If we're a little tighter in front of our own net in that first period, um, a little more urgency with playing the puck, you know. Both the goals started, you know, with some puck plays. I think we could have been cleaner. Um, well, then maybe you're, you're afforded a way to get out of it with, with a low-scoring game. That's kind of what was in front of us. And power play. They're all guys that play in the power play. And are, that has not been taken away from them. Um, so at the end of the day, they, a little bit of that becomes on the individual to sort through it, work together with the guys uh, you're out there with, and, and generate some good looks too. Uh, that's three games now, right? That could have been a difference for us. Um, you're going to have a bad stretch at times, but right now is not a good time if, if you're not scoring five on five. Is there anything you've, you've done to change schematically in terms of trying well, to get those goals or yes. just on them? No, we've, we've, no, it's on all. It, listen, I'm part of the team, and I, it starts with me. Um, but we, we've lost some net presence, right? So now we're trying to find a spot for Marshy that suits you know, him the best. He's plays a similar spot to Jack and Phil, so they can't all be there. Uh, Stoney's a big net front guy. A lot of our power plays ran through him. Um, 
so so that has been a work in progress. Nick is still there for the second group, so we may try him on the first. But you're trying to get your top guys on the ice together, right? And find different ways. Ro may rotate to the other side and run off there. But uh, tonight we weren't able to execute on the to get it to that side and run off that side. There's a little bit of patience involved, but to me it's still timely decisions to you make. Uh, we had a guy without a stick on the first power play of their defenseman and um, nobody went to the front of the net and we shot it and they were able to rebound the puck and get it out with. So, we, you know, we've got to be better there too. And I think that's just the guys wanting to make a difference, but uh, you know, some, some sharpness in, in those decision-making uh, parts of the power play will be better as well. How about it? Five on five. Is, do you feel like you need to do something different? I thought our first. Uh, I thought our first period was good. Five on five. I can't go through every chance, but I thought we were around the front of the net. Um, had some second chances. We were, you know, we we're trying to get to the interior. Usually comes down to that when you don't score, you got to get inside. Um, probably means the plays aren't happening for you. But again, we have a two on one rush chance right out of the gate. You know, uh, Carly and Smitty. There's a great, great opportunity for us to, to get a lead, uh, bury a goal, but. Again, urgency, right? I think we got caught from behind. So th these are some things that, you know, that just you know, some more urgency probably lead to more second chances, and we'll probably start getting ourselves out of it. But uh, that, that's the biggest concern I have is, I'm, you know, where's the urgency in that room right now to get out of this? And <clears throat> I guess we'll find out again tomorrow. What does it take mentally for goal scorers to get through dry spells? Well, I mean, you have to have a certain uh, <clears throat> sort of how do you score am i a shooter then you got to keep shooting right it's it's one of those things that sometimes they don't go in for a while you got to keep shooting and then you've got to get sometimes it's if you're a guy that's not pure shooter it's you know oh i got to get to the front of the net get inside maybe one goes in off my you know off my foot or you know like they scored a goal tonight guy goes to the net hits his foot goes in the net there's uh, dallas got a few off our bodies so get, getting there creating a disturbance is another way um to, to make sure you understand how you can get out of a a slump and it's not going to be all pretty plays or hope for a, a free one you know what I mean I think that's the biggest thing I, we try to say listen it's a good league you're probably not getting a lot of free goals um, so you're going to have to you know sort through it and, and stick with it and um, that's what we're going through now you could probably <clears throat> say this about a number of different chances but Colasar's chance there on the it was a two on one and a lot goes post to post to make that yeah, if you're rolling does he lift the puck there <laughs> maybe right like but it was a legit, like, we got the shot. The goalie made the save, right? Yeah. We, we didn't get caught from behind. We weren't off net. Uh, we didn't force the wrong play. We made the right play, and he made a save. Like, you know, I, I know you're always a good goaltender in this league, and th to me, that that's okay. You get enough of those. You make the right play. You get there. You're going to score sooner or later. It's the, the parts where, as I said, the first two-on-one where we get caught from behind or, or, you know, we have to rush our shot because we're not, you know, on our toes those are the ones i think over over time i would like to see us do a better job with it's right out of the gate knowing that hey it's been tough for us to get a lead and um let's make sure we're bearing down and and you know maybe not overpassing but um yeah that was a heck of a save and and i think we made a backdoor save in a similar one at that same end so that was you know the, some good goaltending uh you know on, on those plays what is your message with the game tomorrow well, my message was the same as it was after the first period. It's just like you got to be sick of freaking losing, right, at some point. And it shows in your play, your urgency. And I thought our second period, like I said, I, I thought we came out well, but around the front of the net, 
you know, even there was a chance there with Phil on the post, right? You got to find a way to maybe shovel that whole, his whole leg in the net or get it up, whatever the case may be. And I'm not faulting Phil, but that's a little bit where we are right now. We've got to dig in that much harder to score, uh, to get a lead so we can feel better about our game. So we'll talk a bit about that, about, okay, now, you know, arriving at the right spots and then finishing. And then if, if you're not arriving at the right spots to get there. So, but to me, again, it's just, listen, we're a veteran group. Guys got to push each other now, get a little bit, you know, a little more of the, uh, you know, let's do whatever it takes to get a win here and um, treat it with, you know, more like a playoff type hockey game as I hope you know, they're not looking ahead to the break and say, we'll get them on the other side because, you know, that's uh, not a great attitude either. We've got to make sure we're ready to go. Thank you. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights post game show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Triple A insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights fall 4-1 to the New York Rangers. Now 1-5-1 and one in their last seven games. Just three points out of a possible 14 for the Vegas Golden Knights. That uh, is cause for concern, and it's also a big reason why the Golden Knights now find themselves third in the Pacific Division going into their final game of the... Uh, final game before the bye week. Final game before the All-Star break. For the Golden Knights. Now, we'll keep an eye right now on the Seattle Kraken as they drop the puck and get to their game tonight. But the Golden Knights now sit third in the Pacific Division. L.A. tops 62 points in 51 games. Vegas do Vegas does have a game in hand on Los Angeles. Uh, so take that for what you will. But you've got to win your games in hand for them to mean much of anything. Now, the Seattle Kraken are tied right now with the Vegas Golden Knights. They have played 47 games. So... Three games in hand on Vegas, plus they are playing tonight. So that's going to be an interesting one. Seattle, with a win tonight, can leapfrog over the Los Angeles Kings. And by the end of the night, it could be Seattle, L.A., Vegas, 1-2-3 in the Pacific Division. Now, you're still right in it if you're the Vegas Golden Knights. But what was a very comfortable lead at the top of the division has now turned into a, a pretty uncomfortable place to be in going into the bye week into the all-star break the fact of the matter is it kind of begins and ends with what bruce cassidy was just saying there at some point you got to be sick of losing and i think for the golden knights the urgency at various times has been there and then it hasn't been there it's on the guys in the room to find a way to make it stick and they've got one more opportunity before the break to do it and that's tomorrow on long island against the islanders we're back to wrap it up next on the AAA insurance postgame show presented by dollar loan center this is the vegas golden knights radio network we're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Vegas Golden Knights drop this one 4-1 to the New York Rangers. Vegas now 1-5-1 in their last seven games, 29-18-3 overall, 61 points. Good for third in the Pacific Division. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Windows and Solar. For the Golden Knights, they had plenty of opportunities and plenty of looks right off the bat. First 10, 15 minutes of this game, the Golden Knights had chance after chance after chance. But Yaroslav Halak said no, and so did the post for the New York Rangers. And then a couple of mistakes end up in the back of the net uh, for, for the Golden Knights. So you're, you're looking at a strong period of play, a strong 20 minutes to open the game, and yet now you're down 2 to nothing going into the second period. Uh, Phil Kessel gets Vegas back on the board, but then the push kind of kind of faded out. They, they didn't really have a strong push the back half of the second period, and then again in the third period, it was a strong push early. A puck didn't go. 
and then all of a sudden the uh, the New York Rangers get a power play. They're able to slow the game down a little bit. They find a goal, and then they get the empty netter. So for the Golden Knights, you have one more opportunity before the bye week, before the All-Star break. That is tomorrow on Long Island, 4.30 puck drop, 3.30 pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. Extended postgame show is next. Presented by Dollar Loan Center, this is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show. Presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 4-1 to the final score. The New York Rangers defeat the Vegas Golden Knights, sweep the season series by a combined score of 9-2. to Vegas won 5-1 and won in their last seven games. And 29-18-3 on the year, 61 points. Again, right now third place in the Pacific Division. Now, again, you look at the standings, and I think that that's going to be something we keep a, a real close eye on, uh, as, as you should at this point, right? Uh, but for the Golden Knights, it, it's got to be uncomfortable. And, and, again, when you go 1-5-1, and one, you pick up just three points out of a possible 14. It, it's hard to you know, kind of lean into the the moral victories or the things that you see that are positive. I thought the Golden Knights created enough offense in this game to not lose 4-1. to one. I think they created enough offense in the first 10 minutes of the game to have a lead, and they didn't get it. And I'm not going to say it's bounces here. I think the Golden Knights just didn't bear down hard enough on their chances. So with all that being said, I'm interested to see where you're at right now with this Golden Knights team. 702-876-1340, that's the number, 702-876-1340. We've got open phone lines. For the Golden Knights, uh, it's, it's a nightmare stretch, and you've got one more game to kind of correct things before you go into the bye week. So 702-876-1340, I want to know where you're at right now with this Golden Knights team. Let's head out to the phone lines, bring in Mike. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Well, Ryan, it's hard not to go from frustrated to downright angry at this point, and rather than finger point, which we easily do, one has to wonder, uh, with only one game to go, what the strategy might be after this. And uh, that could be anything, Kelly McCrimmon on down. But be that as it may, uh, when you have your captain out, somebody will have to step up and Mm -hmm. It's getting ridiculous. I mean, what what Coach Cassidy said tonight was accurate. He said, how do you break out of a shooting slump? You take more shots. Mm -hmm. You take more batting practice. You throw more passes. You do whatever you got to do to go back to where you were. And Jack Eichel had two shots on goal the entire night. Again, that's not good enough. Well, okay. So, Mike, Two that made it to the net, sure, but Jack Eichel threw more toward the net. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say that, that Jack was where you needed him to be. It's, it's again, no points on the, on the night, and for the Golden Knights, you need Jack Eichel to produce. Like Full stop, you need him to produce. And I know he hit a post, so that doesn't count as one of his shots on goal, uh, but he does have two shots on goal, three attempts were blocked, and three missed the net. So that's, 
six, seven, eight, nine attempts on net. So it, it's not that he's not throwing shots at the net. Uh, he's off net, he's getting blocked, or he's hitting the post. And, you know, again, those are the margins, right? Those are the margins for finding your way out of a slump or having it continue. And right now for Jack Eichel, it continues. Okay, again, it's not about finger-pointing because he's got three or four other guys around him that need to start producing as well. Uh, besides that, you have, like I say, you have one more game to go, and then you have to reassess whether this team can win consistently. We shouldn't be talking about the standings right now. We shouldn't have to worry about the standings, and yet here we are concerning ourselves with that at this time. I think you always have to be worried about the standings. I, I, even well, if you're in, even if you're in first place, like you're going to have teams that kind of jockey for position every single season. And even if you're in first place, you're, the chances you're going to go wire to wire there are are really not particularly good. So uh, you have to be worried about the standings. You have to be worried about the standings when you've got six or seven point lead at the top of the division, and uh, you have to be pushing yourself night in and night out uh, to make sure that you either keep that distance or. Uh, that you're not going to allow teams to, to catch you. And right now the Golden Knights have, have allowed teams to catch them in the standings, and they're going to have to find a, a better push on the other side of the bye week. They have indeed. Now the power play, the structure of the power play. It was Shea Theodore out at point, and yesterday or earlier this week it was Jack Eichel out at point. So are we going to see Shea in that position from now on? I would imagine so, yeah. Good. That's what it should be, I think. And I think it will improve the power play as time goes by because that's something that has to improve or else the Knights are in real trouble. Well, tomorrow night we'll talk one more time before the break and and let me see how things feel after that. All right, sounds good, Mike. That's fair. Uh, 702-876-1340 is the number. Thanks, Mike, for the call. Um, You know, again, Mike, your point is well taken on Jack Eichel, right? As Bruce Cassidy said, if you're going, if you're a shooter and you want to find your, yourself out of a slump, you've got to shoot the puck. Now, the actual shots on goal versus the attempts have to be weighed, right? Like you've got to weigh how much production or how much output the player's actually throwing on net. I thought Jack Eichel's first period was probably his best in a while, um, but again, nothing to show for it. And and at this point, going this long without a point, like you, you've got to find a way. If you're Jack Eichel, and that's just kind of the the difference in in the games right now. And you know, as we talked about with Dan Duva right off the top, like the difference for Vegas isn't necessarily goaltending. It's not this or that. It's power play production has really dried up, and you're you're you've got guys, your top guys, that have just not been able to find the back of the net. That's what the issue is. And you know, as, as Bruce Cassidy has said multiple times, effort execution that falls on the players. So. What Bruce is looking for, and it was right there in his post-game comments, some point you got to be sick of losing. And I think that's really the challenge for the Golden Knights going into tomorrow night's game against the Islanders. You want to see an effort 60 minutes? You want to see execution for 60 minutes of a team that is sick of losing, that a te- of a team that is sick of being 1-5-1 and one in their last seven games? Because you've got one more shot before the bye week. And then, you know, after the bye week, maybe if Mark Stone gets healthy, you can start to reassess some things. But for the Golden Knights, it's not a comfortable spot right now, especially given uh, you know, kind of the parallels of, of last season for Vegas. 702-876-1340 is a number. We've got lines open. Uh, let's head back out to the phone line to bring in Stephanie. Hey, Stephanie, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Ian? Oh, I'm doing all right. Um, 
it, this was another rough one that felt like a very winnable game up until, you know, that second goal or third goal went in at the third period mm-hmm. for the Rangers, and it just kind of fell off there. It, it's just rough seeing these games that really do feel like they're putting in the effort. Like, I don't look at this team and think they're going out there and, like, trying to tank or scooting around or, or you know, taking it easy because it's almost break. Like, they're they're going out there and they're trying, and it is just not happening right now. I, I feel like at this point, they, tomorrow, it's one game. Don't think about, oh, this is the last game for the break. This is, just look at it as what it is. It is a single game. And then when they come back from the break, I think it needs to be the same thing. Like, look at each game as it is. Don't worry about the next game after it. Don't worry about the games that have happened. Like, there's nothing you can do to change the last 1-5-1 one, and one record, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All they can do is go in to tomorrow and focus on winning that game. Take the break, spend it with their families, relax, whatever they need to do. Come back, and each game, it's that game. That is the most important thing right now is just that game, and then moving on from that. Yeah, I'm right there with you. You still got 32 of these things, right? And, and that's why a hockey season is 82 games long. Like There's going to be stretches for every single team, and I, I guarantee you at some point the Boston Bruins are going to go through a stretch where they are, are not, oh, not 825 points percentage like you're not going to go through an entire season that way so how do you deal with them how do you get yourself out of them and then how do you get back to the hockey team you believe yourself to be those are all important questions right now on the table for vegas but they've still got 32 games to work with here on the back half of the season so there's still 64 points available you do the math like the golden knights are well in control of their own destiny but, as you said, Stephanie, they've got to start with one game at a time, and they've got to have a good one tomorrow against the Islanders. Yeah, exactly. If you're not going to get 60 points in one game. It's two points at a time. Focus on those two points at a time, and they'll stop. All right, great stuff as always, Stephanie. Thanks for the call. 702-876-1340. That's the number. The Golden Knights, again, drop this one, 4-1 to one to the New York Rangers. Vegas won 5-1 in their last seven games on a three-game losing streak for the second time this season. The first time happened on their homestand about two and a half weeks ago. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Hey, Rita, how you doing? Well, I don't know. It kind of sucks that we lost again. Yeah. But if we can win the next one, which the Islanders are definitely winnable. Only team more schizophrenic than us, I think, is them. So if we can win tomorrow and go into the break with that and we come out real healthy after the break, which we're hoping Stone comes back, it'll be good. I do want to take exception. Mike said we shouldn't be watching the numbers. At the end of the season last year, we t- I, I talked about Got to watch the numbers. Mm-hmm. We didn't do it last. We kept saying we got enough time. We got enough time until we didn't have enough time. Yeah. I watch them every day. Every point counts right now. Because, mm-hmm. what, two, three more wins last year, and we would have been in the playoffs. So I, I disagree. I think we all need to keep a watch on it. And I think we're going to come out tomorrow and win because I really need them to win before we go on a break. I can't spend a week there moping. <laughs> All right, Rita. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that more than anything, they come out, they, they get a big win for you, um, especially tomorrow. Uh, thanks for the call, Rita. That, uh, for the Golden, and Rita's right. Like, I, I agree with her 
and that, that was kind of my pushback with Mike. You should always be looking at the standing. doesn't matter if you're first by 10 points, 12 points, whatever. You've got to be aware of what's happening around you. Now, maybe not in the room, right? But for, for everyone, you've got to understand that it's never a guarantee until it's a guarantee. And I think that's going to be the big thing for me. For the Golden Knights, you go into it, you have another opportunity tomorrow night on Long Island against the Islanders. You win that game, you go into the break feeling pretty good, get away from hockey for a little bit, come back, and, and hopefully uh, you, you get one more guy back in the lineup because we all know who that one guy is. It'd be Mark Stone, and that would be huge for the Vegas Golden Knights. 702-876-1340, that's the number. We've got lines open if you want to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. 4-1, to the final score. The Rangers defeat the Vegas Golden Knights. We've got lines open. It's your hockey team. It's your postgame show. I want to hear from you. 702-876-1340. That's the number. Vegas won 5-1 and one in their last seven games. And as Mike said, uh, you don't want to point fingers, and, and I think that that's fair. That's true. But I think there's, you know, there's, there's certainly a number of players on this Golden Knights team that you're looking to, to to kind of pick up the slack for Mark Stone when he's out of the lineup. And that's been the, the big thing for me. The big takeaway right now for the Golden Knights is without their captain, they're missing something. They're missing it. Whatever it is, the Golden Knights are missing it without Mark Stone. It's hard to really express how much he means to this hockey club. Obviously, there's the on-ice stuff. And Bruce Cassidy spoke after the game tonight about the power play. And to me, the power play for the Golden Knights, that has been one thing that you look to. And if you don't want to pinpoint individual players, I'm good with that. But the power play needs to be better. Like The power play for the Golden Knights could be a difference maker for them, and it hasn't been of late specifically the last two games right like your power play comes through for you in new jersey it's a win period full stop it's a win if your power play comes through for you at least in this game once all of a sudden it feels different it looks different you believe that there's an avenue for the golden knights to win even if they're not scoring five on five and the big thing bruce cassidy talked about with the power play is you're missing the key cog that makes it work and that's Mark Stone. Mark Stone net front on the power play just makes too many plays. Too many plays. How often when Mark Stone was in the lineup was the power play for the Golden Knights absolutely humming along? It was electric because you could go down low to Mark Stone. He could make that, that power move to the far post or he could pop, pop it right into the bumper. Like the Golden Knights miss Mark Stone. But it's on everybody to find a way to pick their game up individually, collectively, and find a way to impact things five-on-five five and at all facets of the game. That's what the Golden Knights need to do. 702-876-1340, that's the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Bob. Hey, Bob, how you doing? I'm pretty good. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm, uh, I'm as frustrated as anyone, mm-hmm. but at the same time, uh, we've been so lucky for so many years, other than the injuries last year, uh, and so many teams go year after year after year without ever winning. The thing that really gets me right now is I, I expected the guys to come together. And it seems like, I don't know what, stone, not having stone, I mean, he could, he could, he could is, he the, is he the difference? 
Yeah, 100%. That, like 100%. Mark Stone, to me, is the heartbeat of this team. He's, he's this team's best all-around player, and he is the guy that makes everything go. What, what happens if he doesn't ever come back? You're going to have to find a way, right? Like, that's that's the big thing for Vegas right now. Like, that's that's the that's the whole crux of this is you've got to find a way if Mark Stone's unavailable. And we don't know, like, a full-on timeline of when he might be back. We expect from Bruce Cassidy earlier today that, that you might see him right after the All-Star break. Uh, but that, that right now feels even premature. So it, with Mark Stone out, you need somebody to kind of answer the bell and, and, and push things in the right direction. And, you know, I think the ways or, or the people that you look to are, are Jack Eichel, Chandler Stevenson, and the Misfits up front. Like, those are the players that need to carry the mail right now for the Golden Knights. But the five of them haven't scored any more than two goals in the last five games. And, and you would think, given, you know, what they've done historically in their career, that that's not going to continue for another two months. But... You know, right now you just you need one or two or three of them to break out. Are we being outcoached? I I don't I mean I don't think it's I don't think you're being outcoached. Like on a on an individual game to game basis, like I I don't think there's any degree of coaching um, that that is not necessarily working right now for the Golden Knights. Like you go into this game, I think the Golden Knights did everything that they absolutely possibly could have done in the first 20 minutes, outside of score goals and like. The players have to execute in those spots. Like, I don't think Gerard Gallant came into this game and said, you know what, we're going to give the Golden Knights the neutral zone. We're going to let them have two-on-ones and three-on-twos. They're not going to convert on any of them, and then we're just going to take advantage of two mistakes. Like, I think that was execution on the players in, in this game. Well, with, with Connor making an early mistake, how can you prevent from making those kind of mistakes? Uh, you're, you're a first-year player. Bob, like they're going to happen. You have to live with them, right? You can't be perfect in an imperfect game. It's just not possible. Like you, you can go out and you can try to play as, as close to a sixty-minute game as you possibly can, but this is a game built on mistakes. They're going to happen. They happen to the Rangers in this game. They happen to the Golden Knights in this game. The problem with the Golden Knights is when they made mistakes, they wound up in the back of their net. It's just, it's just a shame to watch a team. Be so good one month, and then so terrible this month. Well, and and that's fair, Bob. And thank you for the call. Like the only thing I'll say is, you know, you look at inconsistency, and it's certainly there. Uh, but the the you know the same logic can also follow that if the Golden Knights are, are are playing poorly this month, we've seen them go through a month where they were absolutely ripping it up. We saw this team go thirteen and two. Do I think that that another run like that is is going to happen? Uh, this late in the season, probably not, but we know that they're capable of winning hockey games when things are going right. So, um, you know, as, as, as much as, you know, you sit here and you're perplexed by how great they can be for 10 to 12 games and how rough this stretch has been, they can always come through on the other side. Like, just as easily as the Golden Knights being 1-5-1 and in this stretch, they could go on an absolute tear either, you know, starting tomorrow or coming out of the break where they go 6 of 7 or, or 7 of 10 or whatever it is, and all of a sudden the, the, the narrative changes. So, uh, again, nothing's guaranteed until it's guaranteed. And right now the Golden Knights are in third place in the Pacific Division. Uh, that's far from missing the playoffs. It's not quite first place, but that's about where the Golden Knights have been over the course of this season. 
13-2 and record to start the year, notwithstanding. The Golden Knights are right in the middle of the pack right now, or towards the top of the pack in the Pacific Division. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the Extended Vegas Golden Knights Post Game Show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Hey, Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall 4-1 to the New York Rangers. Vegas now 1-5-1 in their last seven games, 29-18-3, 61 points. Good for third in the Pacific Division. And for the Golden Knights, uh, you can't imagine that this is going to be a slump that continues for the rest of the season. Like, that would be astronomical. That all being said, you've got one more opportunity before the All-Star break, before the bye week, before just kind of getting away from hockey. And I think for the Golden Knights, the, the point is you got to go into Long Island tomorrow and put together a really strong 60 minutes. You've got to find a way to break through, get the result, get a win, and feel good about your game going into the break. And then when you get back from the break, you got 31 games, 62 points. That's what's on the line. That's the push for the Golden Knights in order to get back into the playoffs a year after missing. And right now they sit third in the Pacific Division. That's going to do it for me here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to Mateo Lopez-Gonzalez down here making sure everything sounds great. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners and our callers. It's your post-game show. It's not as much fun without your calls, your thoughts, and your input. Until tomorrow night, have a great night, everybody. We'll talk to you then right here on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the extended Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.